Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and this is Voices. Every Wednesday, I will be sharing conversations with international wine industry professionals, discussing issues in diversity, equity, and inclusion through their personal experiences working in the field of wine. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your pods. Hello, and welcome to Voices. Today, I am happy to welcome back Sylvia Girali to Voices, Sylvia was chosen once again by Wine Around, a sponsor of Wine to Wine Business Forum, to talk about the importance of wine tourism as a driving force for wine sales. So welcome back to Voices, Sylvia. We spoke last year at Wine to Wine. It's great to have you back on the show. Oh, thank you, Cynthia. I am really glad to be here again. Perfect. Well, you are a hugely experienced consultant in wine. You've worked for lots of uh, very well-known wineries in Italy. So I'm wondering, in your opinion, how big a role does wine tourism play in wine sales since the pandemic? Uh, Wow. Wine tourists have a new approach now, which is expressive in a new awareness of wine and its contents. And the new interest uh, is in the intangible value, such as the culture behind, the sustainability, the ethics of the winery. And I think that now um, the visit will therefore become an educational and communication moment of the company vision, um, which are one of the reasons behind the decision to buy a bottle and consumer loyalty. Um, I think that throughout the experience, the tourist become ambassadors of the winery visited and they share with friends and family the picture and the videos and what they saw and tasted um, and also um, making them taste the product that they purchased. So I think that now thanks to the new technology which become familiar during the pandemic, the effect of the visit could continue at home by joint loyalty programs, for example, such as Wine Club, and um, and also through the e-commerce, people can buy bottles uh, more easily. Uh, so hospitality and tourism become really important in, in this way. Okay, well, I think I think you're onto something there. I think all of that is is definitely growing. Do you think Italian wineries are doing enough to attract foreign visitors? You know, what, what could Italian wineries be doing better? What do you think the most important components of a successful wine tourism project could be? I think that now wine tourists is increasingly demanding. They look for places with beauty and beautiful landscape, culture and tradition, a welcoming local community, as well as a quality food and wine offering. They search for new food, new recipes, new experiences. They like to explore. They love to connect 
um, different sectors, shopping, uh, sport and food and wine consumption. So I think the future is based on the uniqueness, the emotionality of the experience you offer uh, that will, should be in harmony with the environment in which you are. And, and I think that creativity and a continuous innovation will be the mantra for one it is to grow. Well, I think that's definitely a very important point that you touched on. Tourists are increasingly demanding and they, they want more for their money. Uh, as you say, they don't want to just visit the winery, taste three wines and go away. They want to have food. They want to connect with the vineyard and the landscape and other things they can do in the area. So very, very important components of successful wine tourism is including all these bits and pieces. Do you think Italian wineries are beginning to understand the work that they have to do to create attractive wine tourism projects? I think they start to think about, but they need to have a more professional approach, to have maybe some training on this, uh, on, on hospitality, on, on tourism in general, because sometimes the producer of wine, they really know how to, to do, to produce good wine, but it's not the same to do a great job in hospitality. <laughs> so, well, I think that's, that's all true. It, just because you're a great winemaker doesn't mean that you are great at welcoming guests and making them uh, happy and excited. So that's a good point. There's, there's also, you touched on it briefly, that, that topic of sustainability and connecting to the land and knowing what's in our wine. Um, sustainability has become a really hot topic for wine consumers all over the world. How do you think the concept of sustainability fits into wine tourism now? What do visitors want to see? How can wineries meet the challenge of showing that they are sustainable? Well, sustainability is an essential value uh, in its full social meaning. I think the companies uh, that educate the consumer and make them part of an improvement process will win. Uh, sustainability to reduce environmental, social, and economic impact requires uh, awareness and sensitivity. And be sustainable means taking care of yourself, loved ones, but also of your community. And sustainability can be a powerful driver of choice. It guides people consumer decision from primary goods to tourism. It's essential, therefore, to communicate what is being done for the environmental point of view and for the local community so people can really choose you. Uh, in, in, in their charge. Well, that's, that's right. I think it, making sure that the message comes out um, from each winery, how they are incorporating sustainability will help attract more tourists to whom that concept is really important. So what innovations have you seen in wine tourism in Italy in the past few years? You know, what are, what are wineries and trip organizers doing to reach a bigger, broader audience of people outside of Italy? I think that uh, um, a real um, recent innovation is the awareness that the journey, the, the, the travel doesn't not end with the journey. So the never-ending tourism is a trend destined to grow and company and destination that want to intercept it will have to invest in digital, digitalization. I think... That is important to understand that there is a before and an after that become element of the experience. 
and the new technology will increasingly offer access to important resources to decide and organize the trip, but also during the visit, during your trip, a company can offer information about, uh, for example, the philosophy of production, the data about the wine, or the technique adopted to impact less on the environment. Then after the visit, uh, technologies and, and digitalization allow to share experiences and increase loyalties to company, uh, to the company that you visit and maintain and improve the relationship over time. I think that with the help of digital technology, the winery will establish a relationship with tourism that is really an opportunity for collect data for an exchange, not at the end to improve the selling process. That's that's so interesting. I, I like the concept that the experience doesn't end with the visit. It, it's actually sort of starting with the visit and it's up to the winery to make sure that the experience continues after the tourists have gone back home again. So that's that's a very interesting point. I haven't heard it put quite that way before. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. I'm wondering, you know, while we're talking about technology and, and digitalization, things like that, do you see any differences between older wine tourists and younger Gen Z or millennial wine tourists? You know, what sort of things set them apart? What kind of experiences are they looking for that wine tourism didn't provide in the past? I think this is a really important question as it is more and more necessary for the manager, for wine manager to create different proposals by target based on the trends. With reference to wine tourism, younger people prefer to participate in wine events, festivals. Millennials and boomers, for example, follow thematic itineraries, while seniors are more attracted to classic visits to the winery. Young tourists seem to love more the, the, the idea to link different sectors, art, well-being, wine. They search for a communication focused on a real corporate sustainability. They uh, want to be involved in the good practices of the company and uh, in the action for social environmental improvement. So different stage and the offer will win for sure. That's true. I think having understanding the, the consumer base and, and the differences all, between all of these various um, groups of consumers, I think if a winery can understand that there are you know, several types of consumers out there, they can start making experiences to attract more people. So that's, that's a very interesting point, what new consumers want versus what old consumers want. And I know you've got such a strong background in public relations as well. And you've worked with lots of famous wineries such as Petra and Ornelia and Mossetto. What do you think PR contributes to the success of wine tourism? How should wineries harness a more powerful PR presence to drive their sales forward? I think the attitude 
to develop relationship and understand people is extremely important to develop a successful wine tourist offer. It's necessary to have a new interpretation of PR uh, in a modern way uh, by the winery. Um, that's, that is fundamental to improve visions and strategies and to build a destination or, a, or their tourist product in an innovative way, combining uh, creativity and passion. I think the winery should increasingly present itself as an ambassador of a territory, of a society whose attractiveness depends on its ability to generate value for the tourists, but also for the resident and for the whole community connected too. So my suggestion is always to build relationship among the stakeholder of the territory in order to create a wine destination through a, collab a collaborative network with the tourist supply chain. In the logic of creating an attractive cultural district more than a, a, a simple destination and therefore a better and more effective enjoyment of the wine experiences. Do you think Italian wineries are, are understanding that need to be ambassador for their whole territory, not just for their wine? I think they start to do something in this direction with the um, consortio, uh, with the consorci, but for selling products, not really pick about a territory or um, in terms of tourism flow. So I think there is there are opportunities to grow in, in, in that sense. And is that something that you look into doing and helping wineries connect with other parts of their territory? Yeah, that's really something that um, starting from, um, I mean, I, I always help wineries to structure themselves before with the people, training the people, but then to really build relationship with the territory and with uh, all the um, tourist supply chain, because that's really important. Uh, with the other wineries that want to do hospitality, with hotels, resorts, with restaurants, with um, uh, tourism offices and transportation, that's the only way to really have um, collaborative environment. And if you are able to to do this, you 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 can have really an attractive cultural district in a in a way that is not anymore a, a problem of um, a competition, but you are able to uh, collaborate in the same direction. And I always think that if you work well, but by yourself in a in a territory, and you are not able to build a destination and uh, so i think that in general public relation in this sense uh, are really important yeah i agree with you i completely agree with you and especially for this sort of new era of of wine tourists who want to make their visit to a territory sort of multi-experiential not just about wine they want to be involved in other things so collaborating instead of feeling that you might lose your tourist to some other person's business in your territory. Collaborating is going to be the way forward. I completely agree. I want to ask you, you know, sort of along these same lines, we're looking at the future of wine tourism. We're talking about what Italian wineries need to do to improve and to attract more visitors. How has AI and social media and online information affected wine tourism in recent years? 
you know, what do you think is coming in the future with this? Do you have a dream of sort of a perfect wine tourism experience? And is it going to include AI and social media and all of these other elements that people are so involved with at the moment? Uh, well, I think that the future is really to integrate the direct experience with digitalization and adding to a well-established storytelling, the innovative communication, uh, for example, through gamification or emotional podcasts or, for example, Instagram will also acquire relevance because food and wine influencer will continue to be a certain source of inspiration of, for the choice of destination and I think that the act of sharing appears a trend also in a rural, rural hospitality so I think that the, I think also that the world lived in a pandemic has acquired cooperation as a new value, uh, giving the birth of new, re, new human relationship and new tourist segment which want to experience a human relationship and connect with people who live the context. So yeah, it's important to uh, include new technology, but it's also important to integrate them uh, with reality. <laughs> I, I think that's going to be harder than we imagine, but uh, it's already here. So I think we're all going to be learning to work with it and make it a positive impact on everything that we do in the wine sector. So it's interesting to hear your thoughts on all of these things. And I want to thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with me about uh, wine tourism, how it's changed even just in the past year since we talked last year. And I want to thank Wine Around. And Wine Around's being a, a great sponsor for Wine to Wine Business Forum, which will be held here in Verona on the 13th and 14th of November. So tickets are still available for that. Uh, and I'm hoping that you'll be coming, Sylvia. I'm looking forward to seeing our, our guests and all of our speakers there. And I'm very grateful that we had time to have this chat today. So thank you very much. It was a pleasure for me. Thanks to you, to Wine to Wine and to Wine Around for that opportunity. And see you soon. Thank you for listening, and remember to tune in next Wednesday when I'll be chatting with another fascinating guest. Italian Wine Podcast is among the leading wine podcasts in the world and the only one with a daily show. Tune in every day and discover all our different shows. You can find us at italianwinepodcast.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, Himalaya, or wherever you get your pods.